We're here to meet our, our, our other special guest uh, for this week's episode of the podcast. Hello. Hello. JT. JT, nice to meet you. You know, we can do Grant, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Yes, sir. I only knew of them. That's the key. I'm letting you know that they were also there as well. They were. This squad. We're on a camera? Grant, are you recording? <laughs> I just sit down with. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you sat down with this one. I wasn't paying attention. Not, I'm gonna put this here. I'm gonna put this here. I mean, but one thing I will say. No, no, no. Look, because that one right there that you put back there was already on the table that you said might have been yours earlier. Uh, oh my god. Cut. Okay, so let's try this again. All right, all right, come on. Uh. If you're hearing this, it's about to get lit. Welcome to the Victory Click podcast. Click as in hey, click y'all. that subscribe button. <laughs> click that like button and that keyboard so you can leave us a comment. Uh, today we're here with a special guest. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hello, I am Janae. Glad to join the podcast for the day. And I'm friends of Tony's. Hello. And we're here with Tony Tone Tone Man. Uh, you said you wanted to start us off? I mean, yes, like what we were talking about earlier with communication, I was going to say that well, you have a mic. We have mics now. I was going to say there were many forms of uh, communication, you know. Do you feel like the birthday cell phones kind of uh, messed up a lot of the communication skills we used to kind of act like, like um, exercise more back then? Like, for example, simply, I don't know, calling somebody on the phone is different from just texting them or simple face-to-face interactions versus just texting all the time. I mean, how many times have you seen it where people simply don't want to interact with other people but would rather go online and just talk to people? But aren't those interactions? I mean, yeah, in a sense, but but even still, there's a fact that a lot of times most people don't have those social skills to even try to communicate what's wrong with them. And that comes from experience with actually being around people, you know? trying to develop relationships. Well, but people have to be genuine about their intentions, though, yeah. if that is um, going to be the case. Because I feel like a lot of the times people are not really communicating what it is they want. If you know they want to achieve this end or whatever, they should say that. They shouldn't say, you know, oh, just be nice or whatever. Say what you actually mean. Don't, uh, I mean, certain situations call for, you know, tact and, you know, uh, a certain yeah. 
I guess, way of going. I don't want to say finesse, but why not? I mean, sometimes a certain level of finesse. Yeah, sometimes you gotta just finesse your way in without without coming off like <laughs> like you're trying to scam somebody. <laughs> um, but at the same time, you know, just be honest. Like, hey, you know, can you do whatever it is? You know, to do all that extra stuff just feels <laughs> sketchy, anyways. <laughs> right. But I wouldn't say that, like, I know a lot of people want to go down that road and be like, technology and cell phones ruined yeah. communication. And it's like, but that that's such a broad thing to say. Yeah, it is. Did it Very provide <clears throat> new ways of asynchronous communication? Absolutely. But asynchronous communication has always been a thing. Mm -hmm. Mail, telegraph, all of that stuff, you know? Yeah. I literally said that earlier. I was like, I always... I, not to pick on the Amish, but they always say, oh, we reject modern technology. But it's like, everything is technology. You know, I, the clothes you make, the, you know, the shoes you wear, that requires some level of, you know. Advanced but that's machine. why they yeah. had to put modern on it. Because, like, whereas they're still, you know, using the loom. I don't I don't really know if this is how they do it. But, you know, using the loom and, yeah. like, really sewing their stuff, we just going to the store. And yeah. somebody's yeah. doing that somewhere store, else. Right. So that's why they got to put modern. It makes sense. Yeah. It may be American-made or it can be made in some sweatshop somewhere. Someone is doing it. I mean, but there is no no conversation. The technology just makes life easier. That's why we yeah. make it, though. Um, you know. I guess really my thing is I don't understand. Y'all trying to have conversations from like my sociology class, like <laughs> technology <laughs> and how it's changing, how it's changing person interaction. Go ahead. I guess you say that technology allow. I guess technology, I guess social media is a sense the medium for communication. So, you know, some people communicate as far as trying to send songs to other people. I mean, yeah. Yeah, like, <clears throat> rather than wanting to come from this negative spin angle, yeah. like, technology is ruined communication, you can really just say technology is changing the ways in which we communicate. Like, yeah. it's not just normal, oh, you have to go to someone's house to talk to them anymore. So that's yeah. why people go, oh, no one has talking skills anymore. But they're getting their points across yeah. in these tweets, in these videos, in the forums uh, and whatever, you know? Yeah, tweets. Yeah, I will say there is a certain skill of knowing how to communicate online. I mean, just yeah. and just digitally, anyways, because that is where people have conversations now. If you don't know how to engage online, you're now the the oddball out. You're the yeah. you're the person that people talk about. Like, oh man, you don't know how to, you know, do whatever. You know, you're tweeting and it's like you know that was corny or whatever. You don't know how to like ride them waves and you know interact with yeah. people online like when they will using the popular slang yeah. or you know whatever is the the current what am i trying to say the current vernacular that we're using yeah, yeah the, what's, the way what's, things are done what's trending like we talked about in the last podcast yep. you know what's like what's trending in a sense but i don't know man it's just okay so just the internet alone kind of just created this whole new wave of a different sounds of music because do y'all remember when SoundCloud first came around? I don't know if I remember when it first came around, right. but I do definitely about. remember when SoundCloud became the place to find like you know good the artists. The underground, yeah. yeah. And just that, just just imagine the sheer mark, the sheer amount of artists that have became famous off of SoundCloud. Like, yeah, for sure. When Lil Yachty first came out, I mean, that was a happy time. Yeah, I, I will say, you know, he, who's your favorite SoundCloud rappers? 
I feel very much so put on the spot right now. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, a lot of good people have come from SoundCloud, but let's talk about what it even means to be a SoundCloud rapper. Oh, uh, I'll, let her, I'll let her take first. I'll let her take the stage in this one. I think SoundCloud rapper. SoundCloud rapper. I don't think it used to have the negative connotation that it has today, because today to be a SoundCloud rapper means that you're probably young and white, biting the culture completely, mm-hmm. big chunk biting. You might have locks. You might have dreads, actually. You can't even call them. You might have dreads, and you're really just, you're flashy and you're flossy, and you're doing what you think hip-hop is. And SoundCloud rappers these days, it's a, it's a little bit whiny. Like, it's still, it's rap. They all try to do the, the same sound of Lil Uzi. Yes. Uh, and now, now it's Playboy Cardi, which... Playboy Cardi, and the thing is, I actually love these artists. I love Little Music. I just rolled my eyes with Playboy Cardi. Yeah, That's bad. I don't even, I don't even not fuck with Cardi. I, that just was the initial reaction. Okay, so, okay, so leave my Playboy Cardi. I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? Just before I think Playboy Cardi. Uh, I love his uh, delivery. The, I think one of the best things an artist really knows how to do is fill the the soundscape of a song. Uh, they really should treat their voices like its own instrument, which is why uh, somebody like Future, mm-hmm. who, uh, when he first came out, people were like, you know, uh, we can't understand what he's saying. We right. don't care. It's just lit. It's Whatever he said. Rap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, another part of that, even the Playboy Cardi, I argue, says a lot less than you would think <laughs> Future says uh, of what is discernible English. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that just shows you, like, in every song, the focus isn't always the lyrics. Like, yeah. it does not always have to be something really lyrical and deep to just enjoy the music, enjoy yeah. the sound that was created, the yeah. vibes that were created in the studio that what? day. Like, just yeah. have yeah. a good time. Yeah. What's funny is, it's like, like, so, the gym I go to, I'm, like, the youngest person by, like, 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, so, of course, I'm a hip-hop head, so I know all about, like, like the age and 90s, so I, I play their stuff. But whenever I play stuff, like, I don't know, uh, I play, like, maybe two Playboy Cardi songs. Like, man, what's he saying? I was like, Dad, you're working out. Listen to, to the beat. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, she's not, not that bad. You it's funny. Because uh, what's that thing that's going viral on Twitter where it's like uh, when white people find out you're supposed to actually dance to the, the like, beat? To the and beat and not the word. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Look. I feel oh, like that's the same people. thing for the old heads. They'd just be like, <laughs> what is it saying? <laughs> you, as much as you want to just put old heads in this one category, I can't let you do it and here's why. Listen, listen. No, 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 no. no, they, no not no, at no, all. No, no, no. I'm, listen, I'm an old head but who appreciates all music. Well, yes, but you're you're young though. Like yeah. you're you're not an actual old head. You just have an old soul because you was around old people. It'd be like that. Yeah, yeah. But my mama's boyfriend, y'all, Jesus. he works in a mechanic shop. Oh man! And he's got a bunch of friends his age. They've been friends for life. They all work in this mechanic shop, around this mechanic shop, whatever. And like on weekends, like Friday nights, Thursday nights, like they, you know, they they at night in the shop playing music, having a good time. These people. These grown old men listen to everything current. Have put me oh, on to really? artists. Have put ESTG. I did not know about ESTG oh my God, until one night in the shop. That is hilarious. And I was playing music. Like they were like, "Let her take the ox," because I kept talking about their music at yeah. first. They were like, "Do you take the ox? You take the ox." So I took the ox, and I'm just sitting here like shaking. Like, what am I gonna play for? That? I know. I'm so, so nervous I'm too. I'd be so scared. I'm be playing so things, and one of the guys starts shouting, "Play ESTG." Play ESTG, so I go, like, okay, okay, so let me put it in the EST. How you spell EST? 
how you spell the G? It's a, okay, I got you, I got you. <laughs> and I, I played the song and I said, Yeah, oh, they everything. Oh, he they? cranking for real. Like, so they just, they be real hip. And I'm, I'm impressed by it when I'm around yeah. them. I don't feel like, you know, certain old heads would be like, Young music. Like, I don't know yeah, what y'all you know what? You ever see that Ian uh, skit where it was like the old heads at the <laughs> bar or whatever? You ever see that one? Yeah, they, like they pull up and they were like, Drake? You listen to Drake? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from the bottom, not That's it. disgusting. Oh, I, I, I'm not sure if they said it like that, but you know, they were, uh, there is a skit like that where the old heads are really like hip to the current yeah. music, even though that came out in like 2013. Right. Uh, yeah, but I will say the old heads that I know of as well, that are hip to that kind of kind of music that they actually enjoy what music is, not yeah. just for the hype. Right, um, right. My neighbor, um, he used to run uh, a hip hop magazine in Memphis, and you know <coughs> he's he's like um, he's interviewed uh, the Weekend, Future, and Two Chain when they were younger, not like when they were first coming on the scene. Yeah. And you know, and like we were just talking about artists, he said, "Yeah, man, you know, I enjoy Ski Mask music every now and then, you know, because I appreciate the way he does." You know, he said yeah. actually. Like I said, he's like in his forties, and he was saying all artists I never actually listened to. He even said Smoke Perk at one point. However, he Yo, didn't okay, like okay, all now, right. Draw the line somewhere. No, 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 no. He said he didn't like it, but he, but he appreciated the producers and what they were doing. For yeah. sure, yeah. And producers and then, are really coming up on credit these days. Yeah, you know. Again, I think if you use the artist's voice as a, uh, just as an instrument, producers can have a really like this fun time to saying, "Oh, I'll chop this bit here. Mm-hmm. This sounds interesting here. I don't know what he's saying, but it just sounds right. good." And yeah. it's just like, what, what is wrong if we just let Cardi live his life and, you know, melodically moan and make sounds on the beat? You know, let him people, have it. I mean, some people are not. Let him adept. do the baby voice. What's wrong with it? Some people are not. Adept. Now, I will say one thing. He has spawned some children, some spawns, like yeah. uh, 645 AR. I oh, can't do that. No, no, no. You better not say you like him. I I won't. No, okay, good. Don't you dare say that. But that was just a funny name for you to bring up because of, like, his music is so polarizing. There's people like you who are like, can't do it. No, I can't do it. And then you got people like Zach Fox on on Genius's YouTube channel like, this is the shit. This is the future. Uh, I can't take anything Zach Fox says as any kind of uh, valued opinion. But there's an audience. Shout out, by the way. Shout out to Zach Fox. We we love your content, man. Oh, for sure. Shout out to Zach Fox. That dude is a specimen, man. Listen, you can't take him fully seriously sometimes. Zach Fox? Oh, that he, man once he's, said, a, he's a comedic rapper. Like. Yeah, that man once said he met Thundercat twerking at a gas station to oh bounce on music. Listen, <laughs> would you put it past Thundercat? Oh, no. Oh, no. Exactly. The thing is, exactly. Is not Thundercat exactly. Makes, I got hip to him when he was on a Kendrick's album, Let's Put Butterfly. And oh, I was like, okay. Yeah, that was the first time I actually got hip to him. And I was like, yo, this guy is pretty good. And it's crazy because I feel like I mean? was exposed to him through all his memes and stuff first. Oh, <laughs> okay. Because, uh, I mean, was he credited for To Pimp a Butterfly? Yeah, yeah, like, no, he the features? Yeah. yeah, on these walls. He was singing on these walls. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I don't ever stop to whenever, um, pay attention to the people. I'm just like, I'm here for Kendrick. <laughs> Are you <laughs> serious? No, look, no, look, Sometimes, Listen. like, that's work with, like, what's that guy's name? Don Tolliver, where I feel like, okay, I heard your feature and I want to hear you on something else yeah sometimes i just i'm like i don't want to hear whoever this guy but is no because listen these days i feel like it's a trend lately or at least when art when albums first drop that like artists are not featured even when you can hear clearly yeah. that they're here like every every tied all assigned background vocal yeah i'm sitting here like 
Oh, Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. Credit this man. So I like that. Like, but, tag every artist in your song because I can I can hear them and I want to know for a well, fact they're on this song. But they do that so that they can chop it up and get more run out of the album. Like, nowadays, people, like, especially on hip-hop Twitter, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that they always say is, that album came and went. And that's kind of the worst thing that you could, like, say about that because... Yeah. Even if the music is good, if nobody is listening to it, you know, a month or two later down the line, then it's just going to die where it's at. And that's really what happens with a lot of people when they start, like, off. But what does that have to do with tagging the artist? Well, because if people don't know that they're up there first, they'll listen to it one time, they'll go, oh, such and such is on this song. And then they'll re-release it again with the actual feature title. The labels would do anything to try to, you know, Stretch these rollouts and stuff. You mean like? How about you just make worthwhile music? How about you just make music that that lasts, that transcends time? Oh, going real music's gonna last. All that other bullshit here today and going tomorrow. Exactly. Okay. So my thing is, okay, did y'all listen to the new Pop Smoke album? I thought it was garbage, and I love Pop Smoke. I didn't listen to it. I didn't know they dropped another one. I don't really like posthumous albums, though. I don't either. We don't either, and that's what we're gonna talk about because I've noticed that they just really applied him as an artist onto any kind of sound. They really did. And he has tons of music left over, but I'm pretty sure the the stuff that he had was not going to be on no. a Dua Lipa song or... He's a, yeah, he, he's on that kind of sound. And I'm not saying that had he been alive, he probably would not tried, but it was not good. I mean, no, it, it was, that's it was why not I good. It just that's why good. I don't respect posthumous releases because it's like, you can't always be operating off of their wishes. Certain things yeah, you yeah. you wouldn't have known, but this you have to know wasn't their wish. No, he yeah, yeah he, the, he was public about like that. Like Michael Jackson, care. I think given him still being here, he definitely would have collabed with Drake. Like that's a thing that one hundred percent would have happened. You know, so that's why you don't Drake, look at it too no, crazy. No, no, no. I was like, no, Drake has Drake has Drake has too much power. That's all. He has too much money. <laughs> Do you I think that Aubrey? Listen, Drake has too much money, y'all. I, I see it both ways in terms of the producing this, because you know, uh, I don't know. I, I, if I, as an artist, could get a Michael Jackson feature, even though he's gone, uh, I would still want to take it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, look. It, you know, but at the same time, I, not everybody has that kind of pull where they can get that. But well, how much you know, money do you think he paid? Oh, that, that feature probably more than we'll ever see in our lifetimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, what did, he literally said that on one song. He was like, "Tell Lucy and Grange, fuck it, I'm tearing holes in the budget." Uh, <laughs> and people don't even know Lucy and Grange. She's a, a, a billionaire uh, record producer. He'll just cut him. Okay, yeah, whatever. Uh, oh my gosh. Sorry, I got stuck over here when he started saying if he was an artist, and even if the artist was dead and he could pay for that feature, he would do it. I got stuck because I was like, now, yeah, I, do I think, get it, though. Uh, but I don't know, people I want, especially, and let's say you're my inspiration or whatever, people are going to want to get it. I mean, the things I would have loved to collaborate with Pop Smoke. Uh but a lot of people will never get the chance that they said that. Maybe, you know, the dream was on the album. Maybe he yeah. heard Pop Smoke songs and said, man, I got to connect the with this dream, guy. The dream, though? The dream I, is... But that's what I'm saying. Dream, I don't know what that... No, 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 no. I love the dream. I'm trying, look, I, I was I about to never, say, don't make me no, get out this chair. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I would, I, I would never imagine the dream and Pop Smoke coming together. But so I, I'm saying, like, you don't Pop know Smoke, if the dream was, you know, you don't know yeah. if that was something that they wanted to do or not, and I don't know. Uh... It, the fact that we're, they we're passed good. ahead of time uh, makes it 
just murky waters to just yeah. kind of be in all together. Like, isn't Juice World dropping a posthumous album? No, they say no. Juice World literally has like a thousand songs recorded, and that's what it. That's what they said about Pop Smoke. They said Pop Smoke uh, had tons and tons of music left over. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he just did the verses on the beats and stuff that he liked. The mm-hmm. label's probably going to take them, put them on whatever song, just so they can say there's a feature here. Mm-hmm. But we should really talk about the sheer amount of music, of music that artists do have that they never release. Like, Anderson Pack. Anderson I was going to say Gucci write... Mane. I was going to okay. say uh, uh, Gucci Mane, but talk about him first, actually. Anderson Pack. I don't remember where I saw it, but he was doing an interview, and he was talking about like just thousands and thousands and thousands of songs in the vault like he could really not write another song from this day forward and still release music for years like that to me is real artistry because he also doesn't drop that often so he's not he's not just making garbage to flood the radio streams with and the and the billboard charts with like he's making worthwhile music that matters to him that feels good to him and then just releasing it when the time is right when it feels when he feels ready to debut his art like i really i rock with artists like that there was someone else that i just thought about that came to mind when i said that but i can't remember it now well a lot of like just to speak on the production aspect again you Mm -hmm. know a lot of this stuff is just you know how the labels want you to do it they want you to have tons and tons of Mm -hmm. music they don't really care if it's good or not they're going to tell you to make at least one song a day you know if you're (laughs) an artist this is your job (laughs) get in the studio which is kind of crazy because again i was going to mention a gucci main because when for for some reason back in college we we looked up all all this stuff and and gucci main had around i fuck with gucci main yeah, I'm saying like he had over 70 mixtapes, and, and, and I'm just thinking about the sheer amount of songs that you had to just think of in a different way. Like, like in other words, a, a different song on every single album, every single mixtape. I can barely write one song. I, I can't imagine just the sheer amount of work that artists put are putting in, 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 like just into their production. Well, just, that's why I want to say, in terms of the production side, yeah. it's like you don't really know how that could go because. A lot of the times when people do have to make music every single day, sometimes it's just they can't come up with something and yeah. they will never, you know, publicly display that, hey, yeah. the reason why I'm not dropping is because <laughs> the album's not coming to me. <laughs> you know, all everything I'm making sounds like garbage. But, you know, if you're an artist, I don't respect artist block on the lowest of keys because... Really? You don't think it's real? You have... Really? No, not that it's not real. Oh, okay. But you, you have endless avenues available to oh, you to, to get experience yeah. to get inspiration go on a retreat go to the top of a mountain at sunrise like get your you have so much time that. and Pretty resource much basically like okay if you can't write music go enjoy life real quick go yes. explore something new yes Just go all, kiss yeah. a stranger in the in the in whoa, the applebee's whoa, hey, wait, parking wait, lot wait hang on a second now hold on Listen, that's look, experience. Look, People wait, write about on, that. Y'all. People write about that. Hey, I don't know look. what you're talking about. People no, write look, about that. Hang on a second. But even still, so this just in other words, go outside. Talk to Touch some grass. <laughs> the reason why, you know, I ask if you believe in it or not is because some people say if you are just enjoying it, love doing what you're doing anyways, mm-hmm. it'll just come to you. And mm-hmm. if it's not, a lot of people say, well, then this isn't the field for you. Uh, which is why, you know, I always talk about the production and stuff because, you know, Everybody does want to just experience life and stuff, but again, if you're under a label and they're saying, "Get in here, do this," you got a you got <laughs> a, a meeting job, here. Yeah. It, it's a job. Yeah, artistry, well, yeah. Artistry, their but job. but that I think that in a in a different conversation is something to talk about, like yeah. music and and other art forms and just commercialized. Like, yes, but 
I I believe, you know, like, even as an artist and it being your job, you can be a writer and have writer's block. Yeah. Like your job can be to write and you yeah. sit here like, I have nothing. Brain Some people say empty. that's what causes it is it, by forcing ideas. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Next door for, Which for is example. why, like, as an artist and you have, like, the resource to unplug so not necessarily like we're right up against a deadline but you know like you've been trying to write for weeks and nothing is happening and you have the resources to go somewhere to just out of your body out of your house go on a hike go to an island get some relaxation get a massage like do so whatever it is that'll loosen up that some of these artists ain't paid like they like they you think they are that's facts yeah. as well yeah. but then like listen i don't know what to say about that like don't in, other words, in other words, if you don't work a true to true nine to five, go and enjoy life. Like your job, like if your artistry is your work in a sense, mm-hmm. your your life experiences also yeah. influence your artistry. So therefore, yes. you have yeah. to go enjoy life in and order to not necessarily um, something major that costs a lot of money. Because I know like that's the way you're making it seem. Yeah. Like I'm making yeah. it seem like yeah, yeah, take no, a trip. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no. But you know like. If you're an artist, I'm going to assume you've been an artist for a while. Yeah. You have to have your things. You have to have your coping methods. When you this have happens to have your to process. Me, th- right. This is my yeah. list that I go through when I am in a block and I'm in a rut and I have no creative inspiration. This is my list of things. Like, I think it's the same with, like, your mental health. You're in a low yeah. spot. You got to know your list. You got to know your things that Your coping work. mechanisms What is my stuff. movie? What is my song? Do I need a shower? A bubble bath or whatever, you know? Yeah. So I think that it needs to be the same for artists in the sense of like, okay, you've been writing for a long time. This ain't the first time that yeah. you've had this, writer's block, song is, block. This is reminding me about Isaiah Rashad. Who needs to drop that album? You know, you need to drop your album, man. Do we ever believe TDE liked on, Man, on look, TDE, TDE is my crack. I love TDE. It's I am a TDE crack. fan. You know, yeah. let me tell you something. Listen, all the artists they have signed are fire. Not, yeah, are, are fire. I mean, look. No doubt. Again, just I have to wonder what's going on behind the scenes. Is it that you're taking the time to craft perfectly every album? Or is it just that nine out of the ten songs you write just ain't it? You know, and I'm not questioning the pen of anybody at TDE. No, no we're not. But I am not just out. saying we don't know what their process is. Right, we don't right. know yeah. how they, you know, put this together. And for, you know, everybody is different. But I think the best thing about art is there really kind of is no better way to express, like, you know how you feel yeah, how you works. feel yeah, human, but, yeah, and, the human just, condition when it comes to certain things though because y'all know the scissor album mm-hmm. i've been waiting for the scissor album i love wait, my girl solana it's, wait it's coming out well no so listen at the beginning of the summer i feel like or not the beginning of the summer but like the beginning of this year earlier this year she was talking about having an album she want to drop it this and that and there was something with punch that like she would tweet about they would be like arguing with each mm-hmm. other like on through tweets Albums being held up by Punch, I can't do anything, and then he's saying something back. Like I just, I this might be like something I've made up in my brain, but I remember seeing these exchanges on Twitter. So it's like some of these things are just they're held up by the label, they're held yeah. up by the higher up. Yeah, 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 that's true. Well, and that's why I was gonna ask next, right? Uh, again, we hear that you know these people are, you know, masterfully crafting these albums and stuff. Do we appreciate it more? when somebody drops consistently or do you think it is kind of awarded or appreciated more 
when somebody takes their time in the music space because sometimes the label will refuse to drop it if they don't think they can sell it. Well, They'll say you're flooding the market and they do that. There are certain companies like QC that will just flood the market. Yeah. You're having a song every month. We're going to go viral every month. But that I feel like is where you get that good old burnout, burnout uh, burn as I mean, an artist. I guess uh, I'm agree with the latter of what you said earlier. The, the Time taking, yeah, time, yeah, time taking because. But do you think it's actually rewarded? Is what I'm. Yeah, asking. I was about to say you're asking two different questions. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. So, oh, so like in other words, it's rewarded as far as from the labels and sense? like from society, the market. Society, right? Yeah. Society. I feel like we do reward it a lot of times because it just think about the cult following that Isaiah Rashad has already, because he's known for taking his sweet ass time. You mm-hmm. know, 2014, 2016, and now us as fans. Are still cramming and say, "Hey man, where's the album?" And he can drop one song yeah. that is not his sound at all. And the reason why at least most fans are excited about this is because we've seen his his life in a sense. We knew that he had drug problems and alcohol issues. Now that he's clean, all of us are wondering, "Oh, what's his sound going to be like?" Now that he's in a different headspace. Okay, and I people, wanted I wanted to continue the topic that. that we started this on, which is artists that will go ghost. We still appreciate the music. We yeah. want them to put their time into it. And people but are preach. People are people are crave are craving for his album though. Battle, give me a second, because yeah, you want to go down this road. You want to talk about an artist who yeah. had a cult following, who was on drugs. Everybody acted like they were gonna support him. He started changing his sound up. Ooh. Fall from grace. Chance the rapper. We've mm. seen it happen. Everybody's like, oh, Thank you acid one more time to give us another Thank acid you. rap. Shut the fuck Thank up. You. Thank He's you. still making very good art. Uh, the thing is, I think... You're talking about expectations now. That's another aspect, too. The thing is, though, I think it's not just <laughs> the fact that, you know, they change their sound. I think typically fan bases, a, a, a cult fan base, <laughs> a strong fan base will follow the artist anywhere. I think where people really had the issue was the, the topic and the delivery of the next project. And it's like... But really, the way that people heard it all was like, this is something that's okay. super, super okay. special to you, but I don't see how I can relate to this. Okay. I, love my wife. <laughs> I love my wife. I love my wife. Oh, we're talking about Big Fish? Okay. Yeah. okay. okay. Well, what actually, is... not Big Fish. That's the song. No. What is it yeah. called? Uh, Wedding Day? Uh, what the is Big Day is a special day. What is your honest opinion on Good Day? That whole entire project. I listened to it, and it was like, <laughs> I, the, it, it no, was his, like watching a latest album. Chance? Oh, no. Chance Rapper, yeah. Haven't heard it. Hold on. Yeah, I don't think I've heard it either. What I thought you were happened? talking about the... Yeah, the, yeah, the, the uh, disc one, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On. Okay, yeah, I heard that one. Your name. The one with the disc? That's one With I'm the crystals about. in it? Is that the name of it? It's... I, we were just over here debating the name of the special day. The good <laughs> day. <laughs> I think it's called... The, the big day. The big, oh, the big day. day. Okay, yeah. Okay. okay. What was we got that all kinds of wrong. What was your honest opinion on that? All right. Honest First of opinion. all, we're not even going to cap. We're not even going to try to act like it was no skip. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Yeah. But was... not having a no skip album album does not make you a bad artist. Yeah, no, I no, no. saved. I, I, I agree. I, I, I agree with that. But continue. I saved several songs on this album. Like, I think that, okay, so this is in 2019. I definitely was on a road trip. I was on a mega bus for some reason when this album came out or when I decided to listen to it. 
downloaded the whole thing so I could listen to it up in the mountains wherever I was on this mega bus to. I promise y'all. Yeah, I, I, I say, I, I feel like that makes you a captive audience. It's like we were talking about the cruise ship. It's like, you have to eat this food. <laughs> <laughs> but like, on, on long trips, what I like to do is just download all the new shit. I, I have a hard time like checking in on new albums. So when I'm going on a long trip, I'll be stuck in the car, nine out of 10. I don't really want to talk to the people with me. Like I'm downloading the albums. Mm. And that's, that's when I have the free time to really just get into them. But, I saved one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten songs on this album. And I think this album looks to be, this genre is an hour and 17 minutes. So it looks to be like 14 songs, maybe 15 songs. And I usually like albums that are about that. that Yeah. So like that's not a bad ratio. Mm -hmm. 10 out of 17 to 20 somewhere in there. Why does the Spotify tell you how many? Oh, 22 songs. It does tell you. So 10 out of 10 out of 22 I saved. Okay. And I feel like that that to me is a decent enough album, especially if it's that long. Now, if you put out a short album, if you put out a 10 song album and I saved two songs on that. That's not good. I'll be real with you. It's funny because your standards are actually pretty pretty high because to be to be honest if i find just even four songs that album that i like i say okay this is not bad oh no i'm a total opposite yeah if because, i yeah, don't yeah, have I mean, the most no, of the album i'm not even saying like i was good well i'm gonna say it's okay to make some good music but the rest i'm gonna say yeah this is not good like but i'm not from, gonna knock the hustle you sometimes. you're a loose critic when it comes to this I mean, music shit i mean no 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 no, no, no. Well, so what yeah, i, I gotta mean keep is my that, phone out because i need my music open while we're sure. i got references okay no, no no so what i mean is that if i like i guess it's me personally, I don't like a lot of music on my Spotify, but if I like, what do you mean you don't like? Uh, explain, elaborate. What do you mean you don't like it? Like you don't add like it to your library, suggest? or you don't no, enjoy? it What personally? I mean is that I don't press the heart to save it. Is what I oh, say. I don't do that at all. And that's either. and that's yeah. what I'm saying. So basically, oh, I know, basically when I'm, yeah, I know, I know, because y'all a bad are habit. playlist makers, huh? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Oh, no. Listen, I know it, it's a bad habit. Do better, baby. I know it's a bad habit. I'm trying, I, I'm trying to break it. But okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But I do pause, 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 pause. this song right Yes, pause, pause. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Give me a second. I was mad about this. I want to hit this man did this no oh i can't all you self-promoters is janky okay hold on because hold on, hold on, we, we really we this. have to get into that i talk yeah. about that all the time okay. but before we get there what i want to talk about is y'all being playlist makers okay mm-hmm. i'm not a big playlist maker i have a couple of playlists they're set for specific moods i got a gym playlist i got a sleep playlist i think everybody you know got that yeah, particular yeah, playlist yeah, yeah. but other than that. that i play my music exclusively from my liked songs library on Spotify, I will start a song that I like, and then I will queue up everything I want to hear, because I just, I can't always be feeling a type of way, and I can't always pin down my playlist to, like, specifically yeah, what I need, yeah. so and I, I gotta, how, I gotta DJ. The, and that's what, and that's what, that's the limit I'm facing right now, so I'm just gonna go ahead and start doing both. For me, like yeah, I do playlist, both. Gym playlist, like, for example, if it's a certain setting, gym, party, whatever the heck is going on, sure, but as far as music that you want to randomly hear, just go down and, like, well, and that's what I'm trying to do. I do a little bit of everything because I do uh, like a new music Fridays like every time new music drops. I haven't done it for the past couple of Fridays only because I, I to be honest, I ain't just been fucking with the music. It just be like that. Yeah. The Apple Music queuing system is trash. The integration. Have you ever, they, I'm not saying Apple is, you know, trashing Spotify usage, but in the gym, it's a lot easier to just beep, beep, beep. I'm not going to uh, lie though. Listen, listen, there are certain features on Spotify that... The listening like, experience the day, on Spotify is superior, but yes. the, the integration of Apple Music and just Apple, of just being able to edit yeah. videos that's, and it's that's already there. That's pure Apple user talk. Like, 
everything that you just said, top to bottom, whole sentence, is, is pure no, it, Apple it, it user. Is. Because I'm Apple is cool for the convenience. Yes. Apple is okay. for the convenience. It's for the streamlined individuals. Yeah, Whereas okay. I'm only I only have an iPhone yeah. because I, I, I don't so like the lack. Yes. I don't like the lack of communication. I want to be able to FaceTime. I want to iMessage. I want to do those things. That's if, how they get you. Exactly. Get you. Because I still here. love Androids for the Android operating system for the customization for the the gadget well, and the gadgets that they used to, to say. give again, me. Again, look, it's just a, a point where it just became it's like I don't really give that, okay, that much of listen, 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 listen. I don't feel like Apple cares. I, I listen. I, I'm at the point now where look, if you have either or, I'm cool because at the end of the day, these artists know everyone either has one or two with one or two of those you would be for. surprised way more people have Spotify they are dominating yeah. the market by a lot and yeah. the thing is you know Drake dropped the care package okay okay we're getting here but Let's the thing here. is that my, my issue is is the fact that these artists can think that I'm just going ahead and drop some old music that's already on there I am not against it though but and that's not, you brought up party next door he I has feel so mixed many about it I feel mixed yeah. about it I see both sides but I just feel mixed I'm like man the West District and uh, what's the other one? He needs to do and it. And Kaylani's freestyle. He needs to do the same thing. Party yeah. Next Door needs to do the same thing. But here is how I feel about the care package, y'all. I've been talking about the care package in this way since it dropped because I will never get over how just amazing it is. Who else in the game at the at this point in time? Well, at this point in time, it's been done more now. Yeah. But when this happened, who else in the game could drop an album? of songs that we already knew but were unreleased in the 2012-2013 era and still have people eat it up the way that people did. I ate up the care package. You want to know yeah, why? No. Because I, I have been a Drake stand since the beginning. So when I listen to the care package, okay, so what's the it takes product, me back. Hold on. It takes me back. <laughs> certified lover boy on the way. That's for anyone in the way. People's I forgot my certified lover boy. Free him, bro. He got to be trapped. He got to be trapped. You, uh, it, that has it, to be it's his own label, though. No, but here... <laughs> yeah, he is on his own label. But I, I think yeah. the reason why he doesn't want to drop is because who can live up to that expectation? You know, <laughs> And that's what I was saying about the TDE people. I'm not questioning their pins, but... What expectation? Uh, we wanted, we want certified lover boy to be good, don't we? <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... But the thing... I, every, even a bad Drake album... It's not a bad album. I don't know because I I said that about Scorpion. I said that about uh, Dark Lane. Well, no, Dark Lane demos is good, but Scorpion. I was a diehard fan when that dropped. Looking back, That's I don't not... listen to none of them songs. Oh, that no, 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 because you're smoking. The B yeah, side maybe. of Scorpion is still worth every play. Okay. After Dark, I'm Final Fantasy, I'm jaded. yes. Most of these things. I do like it, but I'm not. I'm not heartbroken or nothing at the moment. I'm just stuck in. Oh, I can always be heartbroken. I can be in a happy relationship, and then heartbroken music come on. You lied to me. I listen off of there is nonstop because when Tate Keith was the producer, fucking these niggas up. Eighteen. I'm not. He was my favorite producer. So y'all really don't listen to Scorpion. I listen. I'm not gonna say I don't listen to any of the songs, but I'm a. uh, I'm more of a like. 2015. I feel so different about a, you take right care. now. Take care, kind of guy. I, I could listen to Take Care every day. I used to. I, also, I used to. I like uh, Darlene demos for some reason. Um, I like. I like. I like Tuscan leather. I will say. I'm oh yeah, to Tuscan leather. I was about to say yeah, yeah. We could go. Nothing was the same. Still, definitely. Um, On top. If you're reading this is too late. 
If you're reading this, is great. Uh, I, I, I didn't want to give it its credit in its time, but no, that shit slaps even now. I, for, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one where he's sitting on top of the Views? space. Views. No, look, look, look. Okay. We have a story about that. You want to tell a story People about our that's how, universe? That's how we started that this whole franchise. That yeah. album had to grow on me because... Okay, so... so and that's what I have first got into Drake. Yet. I got into Drake through Future. Uh... <laughs> I, I my whole that's really crazy about you, but I'm gonna let it slide. No, let me explain. Let me explain. I'm gonna let it slide. I was just one of those people that was always like, you know, when Drake would drop, I'd just be like, man, this sing songy ass, <laughs> fucking crybaby ass guy. That was high school me. That, that was, was like, yeah. that was okay. before I've been through okay. some things. Okay. Yeah. So what happened is our freshman year in 2015. You were still sipping. You know, where your ass was at? No. I was already hit to Drake, so I was I was cool with him. He was my artist of the year. God. Every year until 2015, but even still, so this man is my artist of the decade. Don't make mine, me show you Mine as well. I don't know. No, I definitely think well. he's artist of the decade. Oh, yeah. I, I, but I, we're I, talking about like the that. Spotify analytics oh, yeah. that they give us at the end but of that, the year. Yeah, yeah. He's They'll the most you. streamed artist, I think, ever. Yeah, yeah. that's but, his crown. Yeah, but back in that time, that was when Drake was on his trap vibes. You know, he so he dropped. Um, if you're reading this, is two and that was peak trap sound. And then and also he released a what what a time to be alive. So he was deep in his trap mode. Yeah, and so. Oh yeah, no, that just I'm not against the singing. For me, it was the more his approach on that whole rollout and the if you're reading this era Mm -hmm. was he was beefing with Meek Mill. Mm -hmm. His subject material was I got a lot of I got a a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me. (laughs) (laughs) And that was in a whole different bag. Look, but then like I know it was difficult in that era for me to exist as a Drake fan. Like really, I I never was like doubting. I'm always gonna stand behind. But anyway, listen. But it was weird. They bro. would be like, "Why he trying to be hard? Like, why? Why all, all of a yeah. sudden he trying to be hard? Yeah, like, that, it wasn't. It was. It was until Meek Mill. That whole, happened, the whole thing happened. Because that's the time period like, oh, that God. we're in. He's yeah. gonna be hard because hard music is yeah. where it is. Yeah. However, like, however, when views dropped, a lot of us had different expectations. So I remember. So the I remember that night. It, it, it All was of my let's just be friends. I was like, <laughs> what? He's trying to be Adele. It was like Adele no. beat me. <laughs> so, so what's so what's insane about Western Road flows with the Mary J. Blige? Yeah, that was a nice one. No, but Come on. okay, what these bitches want I from a nigga on some DMX shit? I grouped in my like, come on. No, but Nay, what's insane about that night as well is that at first, I remember walking into the room. We were also in, and they were like. What is this? And we were all mad, and so a few of them wanted to record a diss track. <laughs> yeah, a Drake diss track. Yep. No, that was that was us. A views diss track. <laughs> yeah. You know why? You know why? You know why? No name. No name. At first we were mad, but then after a week I was like, nah. Uh, Grace, I started listening Grace to it in the gym. And yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen. When did you establish that like "Take Care" is your favorite Drake album? When was that established? Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine so. was mine was beforehand, but again, it was just. The lane switching that he before was doing. views, yeah. No, for me, I, it would I would actually say at the same time as views. Let me just go back to saying how my process of how I select music and stuff. Because sometimes if I know an album is going to be great, if I listen to it one time over, I might say, okay, I like this song and this song. I'll save these, mm-hmm. and then I might put those in my rotation for a little bit. Listen to them. Like I did that with views. Yeah, I took some of the hardest songs off there, the Grammys and yeah, you yeah. know hype and stuff like that. Mm. And I'm listening to that in the gym, and I go, okay, well, I kind of like that other one. I'm going to play this, you know, in an appropriate setting. And then it's like, damn. Like, when Child's Play, I used to play that shit nonstop. 
why you got to fight with me at cheesecake? I, I, I remember. But I, I mean, I also have some. I was. I had a, I had a couple of spats with some girls at cheesecake. So I'm crying. It relates a little different. We're gonna get into that. I will say one thing though. Like as your friend, you were. You were in OBO family because Party Next Door was always on rotation. But I didn't. I remember me and Grant, Grant sat down and we were listening to the work version of the. Uh, I meant Party Next Door's version of work. I was like, I did not like this. It's so raw. It doesn't sound like anybody has you know done anything to appropriate. A work like Rihanna and Drake. Yeah, he okay. wrote PND wrote work. Yeah, so his own recorded version. Yeah, his okay. version. I was like, oh, I'm not really hip. I'm yeah. not hip. I'm not really you know. Feeling this is mm-hmm. not as good. I mean, you you can't remake what Rihanna and Drake remade, like yeah, what they I mean, made uh, on there. Like, I'm sorry that you wrote that it and album, you didn't claim it for yourself. No, but the thing is, I love Party Next Door though. Nowadays, oh. I would say I love some of his, you know, like his most recent album. What was no. the one? No, the one with the yellow cover, like the gold cover. You gonna tell uh, me with with news? The thing is, I like his sound. I like his grittier sound. I just don't think he has the material. But that's what I'm saying. He needs to leak or, or put together his leak projects yes. and his leak sounds yes. and just make a care package. Yeah, like for sure. That. He needs to. Nikki just did it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Uh, love that for us. But I liked his sound when it was gritty and darker. But that's, I'm not going to say that started off my you know thing. I came in the party next door later on. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, hold on. Because before y'all get too far... I brought up Take Care for a reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Y'all, and you you, you two agree on this. Take Care is your favorite Drake album. I'm going to tell you why. Let me get there. It's oh, better, better. I don't see how this. You can, you can explain I, to me. It's what top, are you talking about? It's top three. I said, oh, whatever. Hush your one, face. It, you can't even make a decision. Three. You're out of the conversation. All right, fine. So, fine. I'm, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Right. But listen, listen. Hold on. Before you get into why, why Take Care is your favorite one, I don't understand any shade to views. <laughs> If Take Only Care is your joint, because Views gives you some Take it Care. Does, it does, it does. Well, I'm going to get into that, but too. But it was not expecting. That's the Desire, key. fire and desire. No, no and that's what I was going to say it, with the whole popcorn sound, too, because all them island songs and stuff that was up there, I love More Life. I love the fact that he went into that. <laughs> But when Views came out, nobody was expecting that. We had no idea. That everybody was doing the Jamaican accent and stuff because we were like, where is he coming with, with this? Yeah. You know. Well, you know, he's from Toronto. No. Yeah. I accept the fact. a lot of Caribbean fact. immigrants up there. And I can accept I, that. But sorry, nobody was thinking that. Nobody was thinking that when that came out, though. You know. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm in the camp that I do believe it's appropriate for him Okay, that's what I thought. More Life came out after Views. Yeah. More Life was, was essentially a playlist. And yeah, But I'm saying, for me, it was weird it was... on Scorpion to not hear <laughs> the island vibes and stuff. I was so wanting y'all... a one dance and stuff to kind of it's fill funny. in some of those places. You know, it's funny. It's like, it's, but it's no. changed. No, hold on, no. Because now to trying to adapt the change, okay? It's like, Drake will, will yes. change your sound. We're like, hold on, Drake, what are we... What are we doing here? No, but hold on, because... Give me three. He, he really doesn't keep... An aesthetic for that long. He doesn't. So by the time we get to Scorpion, Louisiana bounces where it's at. Beyonce is at the yeah, height yes. of her power. Uh, she Lemonade, is yep. from Houston. That South thing. He got. He got. Um, the city girls coming up. He said, "Let me bring y'all in. Then do this southern that thing. Was, Let me get probably, this Louisiana bounce." Video of the year. He but was working you... with somebody who I can't remember, but I remember like a documentary about how they came into the Louisiana sound, and I'm yeah. just like, that's where it was going. No, no, no. I definitely agree. That's where it was going. 
a lot of people would argue, though, is that he was kind of riding the tail end of that hype. People would say City Girls were already popular when he put them up there. You know, that sound was already, you know, Tay Keith, like you said, was already he was arguably the producer, the of, that producer of that year. Yeah. So now, granted, I know this stuff was probably written and recorded and stuff before that came out. Mm -hmm. But when did Drake drop the he dropped May or June? No, I'm not gonna lie. Kanye West did fuck up his whole entire rollout. Yeah. So we'll say. For Scorpion? Yeah. Okay, but here's my my thing is though, like the songs that were singles off of there got what they needed to get. No, so that's his most God's plan. So was any critique song, against yeah. it though, like to me doesn't make any like you if you wanna critique it and say like he was riding the tail end of it, okay, but um in my feelings and uh, what is it nice for what like they they did what they needed to do no 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 and i i definitely agree with that but that's for me it's more of an argument of the consumption aspect of the way this album was put together i like a like i said i like a short 14 song album mm. take care is like 19 songs but the way that it it, it flows and it waves and it dips uh scorpion does uh have the the a side and the b side and you can kind of feel the yeah, like the, the ride. Yeah. The thing is, you just have to be along for the whole ride. Otherwise, getting to March 14th is not going to be as, you yeah. know, a, again, it's like watching a, a, a great movie with a bad ending, oh, you know. Uh, and hmm. if you are kind of like, you know, if we say the album is like a movie, hmm. if you were an hour or something in hmm. and you're just kind of like, okay, you know, where's <laughs> this going? You know, I, I stayed up to listen to Scorpion. Like I said, that was my peak Drake standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, re was, I remember that where was. That was a hell of a year yeah. for music, though. I, I, again, that is his most accomplished album. Yeah. But that album was more to be consumed, like, less than it was, like, oh, this is relating to my personal experience and stuff. Uh, and when What a Time to Be Alive came out, you know, that we were all just bumping that in the halls and stuff. But at the same time, again, I was just a, a young nigga going through it, and I started listening to Marvin's <laughs> Room more, yeah. and I was like, man, this guy actually knows what he's talking about. So and he, sad he boy is, music. Yeah. Listen, it, listen, as a guy, hearing a guy saying, fuck that nigga. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I feel the exact same A way lot of guys would not like to admit that out loud, but high key, yeah. Drake relates to us in that way first. Yeah. And, and this and, and thing is okay. Hold on, hold on. And Nick, okay, so what's I'm listening. And that's also peak weekend. That's peak. I'm homeless doing crack. <laughs> the we weekend. should talk about him because I'm the loving week. the crew. We should that? we should talk about the weekend's headspace when he was making that kind of stuff. Because oh, and I think that was Drake's best headspace just for an album. Because again, starts off this way, gets his heart broken, then it's fuck these bitches <laughs> mode. Then it's like okay, I'm gonna end this off with just some. Some talking my shit. Underground kings fucking make me proud. And then the ride. The Lord knows or whatever. Lord knows. Lord, Lord knows. All those are on the tail end of the album. It tells like a redemption story. It is almost like a heartbreak story because, mm -hmm. you know, guy gets their heart broken, sulks for a little bit, goes, uh, does whatever the fuck he needs to do. And then he gets on that, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> you know, I'm about to get back in the streets vibe. Mm. Uh, again. The weekend, I definitely did have a strong influence on that album. Oh yeah! And during that time when he dropped, Nate, I need to ask you, what was your first time listening to The Weekend? Oh my gosh! Okay, so in 2013, I was in middle school. We met. I was in the eighth grade. You on the later half of 2013, but okay. earlier 2013, I was in middle school, and Jeez. me and my best friend would ride the bus together, and we would listen to the trilogy 
every day oh on the gosh. bus because when they <laughs> when they dropped trilogy trilogy is actually the og care package it is because yeah. there was it house really of balloons There's before there balloons. was trilogy there was the, and there was, was remix tapes yeah. yes the party and the after party all of that right yeah so when they did trilogy and they took all the songs we love by the weekend and they made them on an app that was streamlined yeah. more yeah. so than the app that we were using which is like a bootleg youtube where you can mm-hmm. download stuff whatever we were like, oh, yes, they have done this for us. So I have been with Abel for a very long time. I will continue to be with Abel. Do you think that was yeah. peak weekend? Um, For sure. Yeah. Oh, well, no, no, Because no. Kissland. Oh. Kissland and then... Um, I think peak weekend. I, okay. Again, I think they yeah. do different. I, the I, thing, mean, I think was, that does have was, his best songs still, up there. He was still what? Up. Hold on. And let me tell you, they do different things. In the same way that you're saying Drake... Scorpion, who has has his biggest hits up there, mm-hmm. his greatest, that's probably going to be one of his greatest hits album. Beauty Behind the Madness is definitely that for the weekend. And I, I'm not going to say I was early on. But that's for when he on. became mainstream. Yeah, I know. But it was a great was, mainstream was still, debut. Was, yes. It was a great that, debut. Those are not my, as yeah, a, yeah, as get, a long-time weekend fan. No, I and die I hard say, for Trilogy, but again. Exactly, that's not the, my greatest okay, hits. Okay, so what's, but, so, but for that sound, oh, look, for that Kisslin, new already mainstream, like, yo, that song Kisslin, we're gonna talk about that a, a later on. But now I'm gonna view the album. Like I just, I feel like honestly, if we're being truthful, yeah. the weekend has not really deviated from his sound too much. He's definitely deviated from his subject matter. Like yeah, we're yeah, no yeah, longer yeah. really talking about the druggy stuff, but it's still a very R&B influenced yeah. sound. It's still... I really like the, the rock influences. And you yeah, say Kissland is your favorite. I think that's when he went heavy into yes. that. That's what's crazy is that I know that Kissland is not a beloved as much as the other people, but... But I think he was still Kissland able... Kissland itself was essentially a, a rock song. Yeah, but yes. I love that. And yeah. and Wanderlust. Oh, listen. This one is just a great album. You If you play... um, What is the song? High for This? And the you answer, I feel me. like, too high for this on this album... Is love in the sky. If you play those back to back, so it's an experience. Let me so let me tell you my first experience just real quick. Actually, sadly, I got exposed to him in 2015, but not in way. No, I'm I'm with so you. basically. I think, so the first song I heard by him was "Earned It," obviously. And I thought, oh, this okay. is a great song. Okay. So I went back to his early That's stuff. That's a nice intro. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like I said, it's a nice intro. Like I said, great song. You know, great production. So then I was like, okay, so let me hear his 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 early stuff. Now, I believe it was on House of Balloons. Mm. What's that song, Coming uh, Coming Down? Yes. And I'm not going to lie, that song damn near mesmerized me because I was like, what is this sound? Like, what is this? It's, it's so ghostly. It reminds me of Michael Jackson. I was yes. like, is this Michael Jackson? Have you heard his Dirty Diana cover? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I was like, who, like, who is this drugged out man? Because I knew, I knew he was talking about Coke. Yeah. So for me, I... I can't really say when I... I could tell you when I really got on board versus when I uh, first heard his sound. Because I, I heard him earlier on, such as like in high school and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't... I would not call myself a fan at that point. Oh. For me, I would say I definitely got on board by Beauty Behind the Madness because, you know... I, the, I heard songs like Wicked Games and stuff. And even though it's... I liked it, it's just not... It, it's just not as pop friendly. I hate to say it. Uh, but but you were pop friendly at that point in time. I don't know if I was pop friendly or if it was just the fact that 
mainstream. that sound in and of itself was so it was easy to get into if you were not having experiences and stuff with that music already uh you know Okay. It, so okay. It's just, it's just it. a it's little more palatable. Yeah. yeah. And it was like aspect. it was in in my niche at that time. Like yeah. I was um, deep in into the yeah. finding them on SoundCloud and like all of Drake's old music on YouTube. Yeah. And so honestly, where it really might have started is there was this version of Trust Issues. Oh yeah. On with YouTube, the yeah. with the weekend layered in, and it would be yeah. like left earbud, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, able, able just does it for me. And honestly, like I'm not even dissing Beauty Behind the Madness when I look like at, yeah, at, yeah. about it because I also I like Starboy. A lot of people. Oh, yeah, I, I, did too. I loved Starboy. But that's one what, of definitely them, right? his most pop album. True Colors is my song right there. That is my. And die for you. Oh. Yeah. But I think one of my favorite. I, I think in terms of his. Modern sound, mm-hmm. I think definitely the best project has got to be uh, My Dear Melancholy. I think it has yes. the, the dark. Wasted yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that, that joint was probably a little bit too dark for me to hear. Like, no, it definitely had the same dark feeling as Trilogy with the new pop million dollar sound. I could not go that low. Wasted times. When the camera turns off, we're gonna listen to Wasted Times because you're telling me right now that you've never heard it before. I, I haven't. I have not gone that low. I was like, I can do say weekend. When you that drop between 20 and 2018? What? I think it came out this whatever the year uh, Call of My Name well he had line Coachella that year was it 2019? I can't I don't think it was 2019 listen it will really be out here um, what am I looking up? I'm looking it up no, we're asking when did My Dear Melancholy come out? it was 2018, well, 2018. let me ask okay, you well, after hours after oh no hours, I love it love it front and back too. but For sure. the way that I consumed that too it's like okay I like a couple <laughs> of these songs I like the this and that, and then it's like, oh, I, well, I like these songs, and then it's like, okay, I'm gonna just commit. I'm gonna get the deluxe. I can't do it that way. <laughs> like, I will listen to an album for the first go through. Cannot shuffle. First go through has to be straight through. I want to no, hear that's how, how I do it. Yeah. It. But then, like, you know, I'll give it one more straight through, not shuffle, and then I'm listening for what I like. Then I'm trying to go through and save the songs I know that I like, and then I give it a shuffle because out of mm. order, certain songs might jump that's out. That's a lot harder. of commitment to a project. You have yes. to already, you have to have a lot of faith in the artist. But that's why. I told you, I told y'all earlier in the podcast, I was telling you, yeah. when I go on a road trip, I download the album because that's when I can really give it the time that it deserves, right? So if I know I'm going to be somewhere stuck for a long amount of time, I can give it those two plays to really find out what I like, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that's just the best way for me to really, to not skip over things mm-hmm. or, so, um, you know. Let me just a- ask you this. And shout out to Chris Brown. Shout out, Shout to, out to Chris Where? Brown. Huh? <laughs> Again, you're talking about okay, so you're talking about listening to albums through and through while on long road trips. Okay. Have you heard any of Chris Brown's entire projects? Albums? Front, oh, front listen. Of it, like, okay. And so, I love them. I I, I did that when I, I was working. I believe that I have heard all of Heartbreak on a Full Moon. What? I believe that I have. Okay. I definitely. The only reason I gave that album. The only reason I listen to that album straight through is because I was working overnight at the gym. If I had not been doing that, if I didn't have eight hours to kill with nobody to talk to, I would not have given that album the chance. I love it, but no. I No. 45 songs, back to back to back. And that's what I was saying. It was decent, though. No, it's good. It's definitely good. But if I didn't have... Any, if I had anything else I could be doing, I wouldn't have been listening to that. I, I, I don't know if I could commit to an album like that, you know, yeah. now, ahead of hearing it. Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, and this is like a, a quick a subject change, I have an issue with albums that are too short. 
Facts. I, I agree with you. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Nate, if you know this, but is the term album supposed to be only seven songs? Is that the official term for it? Um, you mean you're trying to like differentiate it between like an EP or an LP? I, yeah, but all that stuff is like Kanye marketing West, stuff. I mean, I was going to say about, you know, just Kanye West, that whole rollout in 2018 as well with all of him and his artists are dropping seven song albums. Mm. And my issue is, is that, is that, uh, it's like, okay, if something is of good quality and you have faith in it, you're probably going to want your users to at least listen to more than just maybe half an hour of your music. Even just for streaming reasons, right? Mm-hmm. I just don't get why they're doing short albums in the first place nowadays. Isn't that the reason why Chris Brown dropped 46 songs on his album? Is so, and that's, again, going to the production aspect of it. Uh, a lot of the stuff like, you know, feature billings and stuff like that, a lot of that is just kind of the marketing hype. Really, the only reason a lot of these artists are even releasing 22 song projects is not because the project needed to be 22 songs, but because with every stream and every click on it that's another dollar that can be earned mm-hmm. uh regardless of how many people are keeping it or not you mm-hmm. know oh actually another artist is todd is todd todd Dalson. like his last two projects have had like 20 to 30 uh, like 20 to 30 songs on there 20 to 30 yeah i don't I think feel that, like it was that long no i, I promise you it were you, let me just show you real quick well sometimes an album no, feels like 30 songs pick up your phone too because i'm i'm immediately picking up my phone when you say something yeah, you're about to look it was 25 songs, you're right. Yeah, 25. But they can't be Beach that House long 3. because it's only an hour long. Beach House 3 had 26 songs. But also the way that they calculate these as well is uh, the people who are in charge of the certifications for that, they also have said, hey, these 20, 30 song long albums, you're going to get the rate. If you do that, you'll get paid the rate of, you know, 14 songs, you know, so, so like, any, you don't need to do all that, chill out, save some of that for the next rollout. Yeah, because they're only doing it just or to get paid. Listen, I mean, it counts. Well, that's the thing, though. When it's not on the streaming services, they're not getting paid. So, you know, as much as we love to listen to the YouTube rips and stuff yes. like that, which is how I used to listen to music for a long ass time. And then you have to search, like, Drake, what if I kiss you? In parentheses, not pitch. Yeah. That's one of Drake's best songs. That's why I had to say it. That's one of Drake's best songs, and I'm so upset that it wasn't on the Care Package. Though I know it was it was years before um, the Care Package era. We should, I just we think he should have thrown it on there for me. We should call his podcast the, the Care Package. Hell nah. Um, let's talk about switching lanes for just a second. Yeah. An artist who every new drop is really changing the way this music shit goes. Mm-hmm. Childish Gambino. When does the <laughs> wait, 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 Rihanna? <laughs> listen, once she drops, that's gonna be listen, the new. That's gonna be she, the new pop song. I want to talk about Donald because we can I talk, would love about to Donald. talk about Donald. Donald, Donald is an anomaly because I've never seen a person go into every single avenue of Hollywood, from screenwriting, from writing for Thirty Rock, to doing Community, hilarious show, to writing Atlanta, which is kind of a kind of a serious and drama. starring in Atlanta, yeah, and starring it. I love community and too. Still do movies. I do as well. I'm gonna see some And drop music. Now, well, I do stand music. up. You miss stand yeah. up. Oh yeah, he's funny. Yeah, yeah, he's funny as well. I think we were talking about you know artist block and writers block and stuff earlier. I think a lot of the times it is a lot better when an artist can go out and do other avenues and stuff. Get married, have three kids. You know. Well, <laughs> not even just that, but you know, if you're not coming up with music. 
maybe try your hand at writing a book or something. Maybe try uh, writing a TV show. Writing a TV mm. show, a TV or, show you know, because you or starting, starting you know, a fashion company, a lingerie company, and a makeup yeah. company, and then yeah. add skincare. Like, I mean, like never get back into I mean, music. Look, the thing is, look, because we, like, I think like uh, between the years 2012 to maybe 2016, he was like on the music rollout with. Um, what what projects are they released uh, between that time? Kids and camp, and because the internet was 2016. 2013 actually. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, that was your freshman year. I'm telling you right now, that was that's how I got exposed to his music side actually was through that album. Through because the internet. Yes. Oh my I God. only knew him as just simply as a as an actor. He was a hilarious dude. I yeah, I mostly knew him from everything other than music. Seriously. I think that I found him in multiple ways at once. So I think that I found his music in middle school. Like I was in seventh grade and we we're listening to Freaks and Geeks. And Dang, uh, I don't remember what is it. Jeez. He's like, first off, let me say I'm drunk off a of shitty wine. Like we used to be lit. But you think then, he's a better writer than he is artist, or you think his artistry is better than his like? TV career. Okay, when it comes to, oh, he's for sure a better music artist, for sure. What do you think? No. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I gotta say TV by a long shot. I, I value. I value music. No, 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 in the art form more than I value television, y'all already, I told y'all, live action television shows wasted on me sometimes. But I did watch Atlanta. I have seen all the seasons oh, of Atlanta, Atlanta waiting for the next one. But waiting for season when three, it comes, Donald. <laughs> when it comes to his music, like it has followed me through life. So like I told you, since seventh grade, have been listening to him. All of his underground stuff that I, I cannot find certain songs anymore that I What's want that to song? find them. And then kids with the screenplay, and then because the internet with the screenplay, and it, like he just he does it so well. And then he comes out with um, "Waking My Love." Yes. Now, and and the sound is like he just he changes the game every time. Then he comes out with this most recent one, "Timestamps." Now I'm not gonna lie though, those I had to grow on those a little bit because because again, look, Nay. We already know about the song with Twenty One Savage. I feel like Savage every time fire. you say something, I'm like surprised yeah, Pikachu. No. Why are you like this? Because I'm me, and you are you, and we. I am me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, 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 like the reason why is because I guess I didn't know what to expect, and that's and, and, and I know that should that should make me more susceptible to liking the album. But I was like, okay, this is a different sound. This is a, a different sound. But you gotta have I think you need to just become more open to change. Like you need to get. And that's what I'm saying. And that's what, to... and that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm like, again, I get it that his his sound changes with every single project. But I feel like. But you have to have faith time. in that. You yeah. have to have faith yeah, that yeah, when yeah. that change happens, that's gonna sound good. Yeah. But that even though you listened... only heard um, a, a couple of songs off "Awaken My Love" before it comes out, like you've heard the singles, yeah. you gotta trust that that album is going to deliver. Sound like that is gonna yeah. work. Be worth your is, time. I guess again, like I said before, I guess at that point I listened to more hits because of the internet wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus Awaken My Everybody Love. was expecting that rap back, and it's yeah, like, and baby, and we're fine. not there anymore. Yeah, no, yeah, no. He's more of an artist than that. Because as I listen to Awaken My Love more, no, you're fine. As I listen to Awaken My Love more, and then I heard that project again, I was like, okay, this is actually pretty fire. Well, let me ask you guys this. Sure. Um, again, I have, I, well, I feel like everybody kind of has their own way of discovering new music and mm-hmm. how they digest albums for themselves and stuff. And I do think. Certain projects are meant to be consumed a certain way, uh, and others a, another way. Uh, how do you guys typically come across new music? You know, and what what kind of faith 
or you know what what is a a, a signifier for you that's going to say okay I'm going to commit to this whole project. I'm going to commit to this artist. You know, they can mm. do whatever, and I'm still going to say I'm on board for the ride. Okay. It's a good question. I you go first. first and foremost would like to say there are not many artists. Like, I'm not a fan. I say all the time. Like, I used to be a fan. Some Somewhere between high school and college, like, I, I ceased to be a fan because I don't follow artists anymore like not very closely things that go big that everyone knows okay i'll know about the artist but at this point like i'm not really committing to them i'll commit to their sound commit to their their music right but generally i if i find one song by an artist that i enjoy i will go at the very least look at the rest of that album and then if i like that album then i'm like okay so what else do you have to offer me and that's how i will get into a new artist and finding new music um if there's an album that I like that I don't have a lot of similar music to, then I let the radio play so that you're showing me things that are like, I don't have to search anymore. Spotify or whatever streaming engine you want to listen to is going to show you things that are relevant to your taste but aren't things that you know yet. And that's kind of where I like to be. Also, do you trust the the Spotify's algorithm oh, is for sure. giving you 100% okay, is giving be, what it's supposed to have? Yes. <laughs> because I like I said I'm not a playlist maker so anytime I really need to engage with a playlist just because I don't have the time to queue my things up or mm-hmm. skip and skip and skip I know that I can go into Spotify's browse window mm-hmm. and look at my discover weekly I can look at my release radar I can look at they make one called like outside of your universe or something like that that's like right out of the reach of what I like and I like they they hit it on the nail on the head every time so mm-hmm. Yeah, I trust that Spotify is going to do it. And then also, lately, TikTok. TikTok will debut yeah. the bangers. The thing is, yeah. okay, and XXX and Tassion, to bring it back about the... I'm going to let you My give man, your X. answer. In the, a, 2018 uh, was a... Yeah. That was a hell of a time, man. But XXX and Tassion and a lot of these people really did understand that... Well, not only was he great at changing his sound and... Uh, what not to, but he always used to drop one minute and a half long songs and stuff like that because he understands that some of the value in the music is also its ability to go viral. Mm-hmm. Uh, TikTok songs are like designed to go viral now. It'll be a single line in the song that'll make you know the whole the song. The whole song pop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people, again, on the production side, they're engineering songs to do that now. They just mm-hmm. say, and I mean, and that's what a hook is anyway, so that's yeah, not really a, that much yeah. different, but. Um, you know, but it's I, not even necessarily always new music either. Like it'll be something that just was outside of a genre that I've ever really interacted with, and I mm-hmm. hear it, and someone's using it on a sound on TikTok, and I go, "All right, let me see what the rest of this yeah. song is about." I definitely have come across a lot of great mashups and stuff. Yeah, but how do you typically, um, you know, come across some to new music, and how do you determine like you know you're gonna not be the with deep an side? Yeah. <laughs> Because I've been, while you're talking, Nate, I, I would listen to you, but I was because, but I was thinking about this question the entire time. Ah, really, it's me being social. Like, just hanging out with friends, and they're on an ox, mm-hmm. and I would say, oh, who's this? I like them. Who's this? I like you're them. Who's siphoner. this? You're a siphoner. You're a siphoner. Yeah, I'm I know. Playing. I'm I know. I'm yeah, siphoning. No, no, I'm siphoning. I am, I am guilty of only doing that because of my laziness sometimes. But that's how it should be. I only fuck with people who I know could put me onto new music. Like, all of my friends, at any point in time, I trust you in the arts. Okay, yeah. And the thing is, you know, what's funny is that I feel like sometimes I like 
all kinds of sounds because there'll be sometimes where I play certain certain uh, certain songs with my friends. They'll say, "Oh, this is not all, all that good." But two years later, they're about there. I'm on it. So you know, a lot of times I'll be a little bit worried to get on the aux for the like and for first place because I'll tend to enjoy sounds that are a little bit different. Like for example, Father. I love. Father. He's an artist who is. I am never ashamed polarizing. to play Father on the aux. I am mm-hmm. never ashamed. Yeah, I know, but like I said, but. Like back in 2013, when he was very, very, very underground, they'll say, "Who is this monotone ass Negro?" Yeah. And just yeah. <laughs> I said, "Ass Negro," like that. <laughs> but I, I yeah, love still, falls on that. but as time goes on, he got his own little following. And I'm not saying that I know all the great new, new music, but for real, for real, all, all I need is like maybe one to two listens for the most part, you know. But and okay, so as far as like an artist, yeah, okay, like so, a project. Okay, so as far as so as far as a project, um. Like, well, I would say it is, I guess, both artists and the project. Like, what does an artist have to kind of do for you? To follow their project. Yeah, to say, I don't know where you're about to go next. I don't care if your sound is island. I don't care if your sound is rock. I don't care if your sound is pop. I'm going to let you take that jump. Honestly, for me, it would have to be either the consistency, which means doing features, like just getting that exposure out. Like, for example, if they're on maybe a feature with two other artists, it it doesn't matter if they're famous or whoever it is. If I hear them, if I hear him spit some fire verse or sing very, very well, I'm going to think, okay, they're pretty talented. And I guess the number for me is around four to five songs because typically around like the third song, I'm going to say, okay, this person's fire. But of course, since I'm lazy, I'm not going to search them up. But by the fourth one, normally, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go see what their catalog is like. Dang, I mean, catalog four songs? I don't know, but that if also... If I found lazy, one good I, song, I'm going to listen to the album. I, I, listen, it's not I feel like album. you're just somebody that's like an album listener, because yeah. some people do drop every week, and they don't care about making albums. Yeah. Well, no, 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 not necessarily what? listening to it. Well, like I told, I told y'all, like yeah. If, yeah. for the first time I listened to an album, it has it can't be shuffled. It has to be straight through. Yeah. Intended. Straight through. But yeah. I'm going so that I can save what I like from the album okay. and then proceed to listen. No, to but I mean, do you prefer like a a project that's kind of like I guess rap all together has like an overarching theme and stuff or you know you say you get uh, you would be willing to listen to the you know the whole project just off of you know maybe a couple of songs if you really like them mm-hmm. um, but what if that artist was just posting the songs with no like overarching no nothing theme? tying them yeah, together no, yeah, yeah. Um, I still will go listen to the singles like uh, okay um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and I was saying that I would definitely uh, do that too but as far as an album it's like if the singles I know are good and they drop an album, I'm going to listen to the album. I definitely, I look for albums. I love yeah. albums. I like to see somebody go the extra mile and, and make an entire uh, body of work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, here, here's my thing though, these yeah. days. I think that I value a cohesive album. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to tell me a story through and through, you know, with the songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would like for a, a general sound, a general theme, right. a something that lets me know that these songs go together. You know? And I just think lately, like, artists aren't really doing that. Yeah, nah, it's, it's, it's usually just single-based nowadays because of... Wait, oh, wait, what happened? Oh, uh, they're telling us that my battery is starting to die, so I no. guess this can be kind of like our okay, last so round of questions. I, I guess the last thing to kind of like say is that Ours are starting to put out more singles just for the sake of trying, just trying to get the hype up and whatnot. And the thing is that, let's take for example, I'm gonna just bring his name up, Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. To pimp a, a butterfly had a fusion of almost eight different kinds of sounds of music, mm-hmm. but he understood 
the overall theme of the album is there for every single sound is going to be similar to what he's trying to, 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 to tell the there. message yeah and I guess you can say it does come down to what other artists drawing their like inspirations from too because mm-hmm. you know there are artists like I don't know actually they're not name drop anymore but I mean, there are there are there are like some artists would just throw freestyles on an album and just call yeah. that just an album and it'll still be good but there is no thing overarching inspiration. When rap artists still throw a freestyle on an album because it's like okay, I don't believe you're a still a rapper. Backseat freestyle. Yes, all freestyling my life, I don't want any of that. Like yeah. Meg, Meg will throw a freestyle on an album. She yeah. sure will. But what's a freestyle really? I feel like they just be calling anything a freestyle. It's like oh, this right. is good. Any song that just goes through yeah. no I chorus, no shade room. I think somebody on a shade room or whatever. Um, it's probably not a shade room, but. I saw some article that said that Corley Ray shares her written freestyle. And I was like, yeah, most of these freestyles freestyle? are most of these freestyles are written. Don't let these people trick you. For sure. Yeah, of course. Uh, but, but like Meg used to really be freestyling in the gas station. Everybody's yeah. been throwing that point around this mm-hmm. week, so I thought it was like, but listen, like you know, if you if you can still rap, rap. I'm not mad at, at artists who write. I'm not even mad at artists who get written for because. Yeah. Everybody who can write cannot always deliver the art the way it needs to yeah. be delivered. So yeah. I'm not mad at that. But and plus, music is a collaborative effort, anyways. Sure. I like something that is developed. 2016 game was a hell of a year because you remember that a double XL is hyper, and everybody was shitting on all all the artists like with 21 Savage, uh, Lou. Yeah, Jerry. I love 21. However, <laughs> everyone bumps all of their music. I yeah, love everyone 21. bumps 21. Everybody bumps Lou Uzi Vert, which. I hate his gimmicks, but man, he makes good music. I love yeah. Uzi too. Like, yeah, yeah man, Uzi makes great music. And also, um, Lil Yachty, he's mixed for, for me, but I will say 2016 was a great year. Not you so. flipping everybody off trying yeah. to point like an old person. How forgot, old are you? And, and I forgot the last artist. Yeah, but I, I definitely, uh, I, I think the experiences and stuff that we go through as well as, you know, and, and that's the thing too with albums, you can tell when an artist is in a headspace. Uh, you can say, oh, this is your frame of mind as you were like writing this. Again, it's the best way, I think, to explain how you feel. But a lot of the stuff does, a lot of that stuff is also marketing. You know, a lot of it is just how yeah. can I get attention and stuff around this, you know, project so I can get eyes and ears on my uh, next thing. But I think we're going to go ahead and wrap here now. Uh, thank you for joining us again. We'd love to have you on sometime. Thank you all for having me i would love uh, to be back yeah do you have anything you want to plug i i really don't have anything i want to plug at the moment maybe the next time i'll be back i'll have something to plug okay cool uh and tony you have any parting messages for our audience stay safe out there and please go say hi to somebody i like I how you always yeah, yeah yeah just go outside just i don't know i like how you always end on a positive note and this is where i say follow us on everything uh, <laughs> this is the the real call follow, to action comment subscribe share like it <laughs> Uh, but it's yeah, not, we'll catch you guys. Oh, oh yeah, she, she just mocked me. So you know how uh, on the Disney Channel uh, they be like, <laughs> she did some shit like that, man. You know, I, I was like this. Disney's gonna sue the hell out of us, man. Oh man, you just had to bring it up. Yeah, you did. All right, we'll catch you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro.